Welcome to the Metal Bob Live Podcast. I am your host, Metal Bob. Today's show is brought to you by Legend Picks and also artist and producer, Mr. Jeremiah Kallick. You can find links to our sponsors and more at the Metal Bob Live website. There you can also find links to the latest Metal Bob gear, including shirts, hoodies, and more. On today's show, I had Mr. Phil Kobeck and Ty Phillips of the Phil Kobeck Project. We were here to promote his new album, I'm Your Rockstar. The album drops on December 17th on all digital formats and will also be available in physical form shortly after. So as always, sit back, have a listen, and enjoy the show. Thank you. Hello, Phil. Hey, Mel Bob. What's up, buddy? How you doing today, man? Oh, doing good. How about yourself? Doing real good, buddy. Real good. So. Awesome. I got Ty here with me. And uh, hello, Ty. Rock and roll. Hi, Metal Bob. Hello. How you doing? Good. Doing great, man. Uh, congratulations on your guys's um, album that's getting ready to hit the shelves. Thank you. Yeah. Um, thanks for having us on, man. This is awesome. Absolutely. Really appreciate it. No, no problem, man. Absolutely. I've, I've, you know, I've listened to it several times now. I really enjoy it. Uh, some good classic rock and roll, man. Cool. Thanks. I'm glad you enjoy it. So, I mean, we was, had fun making it. Was that kind of the vibe you were going for? Kind of the old school classic rock? Well, you honestly, um, it's just the way I write. I, I, I kind of write anything and everything. And then we just, kind of took the songs that uh, fit together the best and and because I, I write metal and I write all kinds of uh, different styles and whatnot but kind of took the songs that went together and picked the best ones from those and and kind of said hey this is what we're going to do and uh, you know kind of bounced some stuff off Beck and and uh, Michael you know he didn't really he wasn't super picky about the songs he just said make sure that you keep them you know in the same vibe don't don't get too diverse but yeah it was pretty cool it was a fun process right on man so would, would you like to tell a little bit of everybody a little bit about the band the phil kubik project well okay yeah um this the the recording group was it's three um young lads from arnold nebraska a small town here in nebraska there's about 600 people that live there. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a pretty small town. And, uh, and so Mike and Ty and I, we, we, we grew up together. Um, and even though we're kind of separated a little bit in age, Ty and I were, we've been friends since we were kids, but, um, Mike, um, he was in a band with, uh, my cousins. And so he's a little bit, he's like five or six years older than I am. And, so he was in a band and kind of, we always, you know, I was always picking on my cousins going, Hey, you gotta let me come and hang out with you guys. And anyway, I became friends with Mike and we ended up in a band together a few years back. And so when I was putting together this to do this project and trying to figure out what musicians I wanted to use, um, Ty and Mike were the only two. I mean, I, I can't, I can't uh, imagine doing this album without having those two guys. They've just been lifelong buddies and uh, fantastic musicians. Um, Ty's 
phenomenal drummer and Mike is just an, a phenomenal guitar player. And so um, I asked him, I had to ask him again. And <laughs> finally I begged him and got them to agree to do the album with me. And, and uh, the three of us went in the studio with Michael Beck and, and uh, made what I think is a pretty good album. Oh, but you, you guys knocked it out of the park. Like I know me and you've had some conversations, you know, in the past few weeks and I, I was, I was blown away, man. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. You know, you, you, when we go into these things, you know, you, we write what we write from the heart, you know, and, and, uh, and then you hope that it connects and, and you put down what you love, what you love about music, you put it, you know, out your own music and, and then you just hope that it connects with people. So hearing you say that, I, I really appreciate that, man. That's awesome. Yeah, kind of. You know, in my opinion, I'm. I feel. I feel. Uh, I hear a lot of like old school Kiss and Def Leppard and even some Thin Lizzy. It just kind of puts me in that kind of frame of mind. Yeah. Um, well, and Ty can can vouch for this. Uh, we're huge Kiss fans. I mean, that's my favorite band. I'm wearing a Wicked Lester hat right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's cool, man. <laughs> I'm a Phantom of the Park shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm wearing a, an old Kiss, 70s old Kiss t-shirt. Yeah, that's just our vibe. Nice. Um, yeah, and, and you know, the thing about, honestly, about the three of us, and, and we're we're pretty diverse in, in what we listen to. We... we um, we love rock and roll, obviously, and metal, but uh, we're pretty diverse in what we listen to. And I think, um, you know, growing up and Kiss being the first, you know, band that I really fell in love with, it's kind of hard not to have that influence come out when I write. But, you know, um, I love Maiden's Two Guitar Attack, Judas Priest's Two Guitar Attack. And so I like incorporating, you know, harmony guitars and stuff when I write. I always write with two gut guitars in mind. Um, so I, I think, you know, when you hear like the Thin Lizzy stuff, that that's, you know, there's there's elements of that, yeah, that, that come out. And uh, I think each one of us, when you when you listen to it at, in, in the individual, you know, like the bass lines and the guitar lines when Mike plays a solo or something, you can kind of hear those different influences that we each have that come out in our playing style. So yeah, right on. It's cool. Yeah. Recognize that. <laughs> yeah. I, well, dude, I you know, I've been doing this for, I'm doing this stuff for a long time. And I, I listen to a lot of things and, you know, and it's, it, it, I've heard some really good stuff over the last few years, man. But you know, that kind of took me back a bit, man, with, you know, right out the gate, man, that, you know, as soon as you hit them guitars, you guys got a lot of, there's a lot of good hooky, hooky uh, riffs in there, you know, and just, it kind of grabs your attention right away is what I'm trying to say. I know, I know exactly what you're talking about with the thin Lizzy influence on one particular solo. And when Mike recorded that solo, as soon as he got done recording it on the first take, I turned to him and I said, roll me over and turn me around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely, man. I, yeah. I mean, it's a great record, man. I mean, uh, wake me when, when wake me when it's over is one of my favorite ones. I think I'd have to say, um, um, so what, what went into the process of writing that particular song? What were you thinking about? Um, you know, that's, a, that's a great question because wake me was one of 
all these songs that I selected for this come from my whole catalog of, of songs that I've written through the years and, and hundreds of songs that I've written. So um, this that song was written here about oh, about six years ago, and um, I was actually playing in a band, and um, I kind of had this this moment of hey you know sometimes in bands you have you don't necessarily always get along with everybody but you're there and it's kind of a business agreement type thing and i kind of had this feeling like you know yeah sometimes i'm hard to get along with in a band because you fight for you know what you believe in um musically and and when you're in a band it's like a marriage you you have to compromise at times and this was kind of a song that i just said you know I like who I am. I, I, you know, I like what I write. Uh, I don't want to compromise. And, um, you know, I, I'm going to be this guy until my dying day. And uh, it kind of represents life. You know, as I get older and edging closer to death, you know, you kind of look at it and say, you know what? I like who I am. And if you don't like it, you know, that's okay too. But uh, I'm just going to keep rolling on. So. Right on. That's kind of the vibe. Yeah, that's a great song. Um uh, what was the Dirty Wings? I mean, there, I could go on and on. I mean, every song on the album is, is solid. I mean, from beginning to end, it's just a, it's just one of those records you turn up to 10, man, and just rock out to. I appreciate that, man. That's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, December 17th, am I correct? Is that when uh, we expect this thing to to be available? Yes, that is, yep, that is correct. Um, it'll be released on all the digital platforms, um, you know, streaming and downloading. Okay. So uh, physical CDs, uh, we had some delays in production there, so they probably won't be available until after Christmas. Okay. Um, but as far as um, the digital download, we went ahead and kept the date at December seventeenth, and and we wanted to you know get the album out there. Right on. So how long did it take you to put this actual production together? This album, how long you've been working on this particular project? So it's probably been, I started talking with Beck, um, Michael Beck, I should use his full name. His, uh, so Michael Beck and I started talking um, probably in October of last year about doing a project together. <clears throat> and I uh, um, reached out to Ty and Mike probably in November. We went into the studio to do our first session in uh, early February of, of this year. And we recorded six of the tracks then and then um, uh, completed the album in September uh, and, and finished up the last six tracks in September. So, yeah, it's kind of been been a, a, a good year of, uh, you know, pre-production, post-production, all the in-between type stuff. So Right on. So how, how did you uh, hook up with Michael? Um, so that's interesting. Um, I was playing in a band called Soul Static, and uh, we were talking about doing an album. And I had been in that band for about two and a half years, and we had talked about doing an album. We had wrote a bunch of songs, wanted to do an album. And I'm, <clears throat> I'm of the mindset that I want to I do it. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. So I wanted a good producer. And, 
and actually do an album, a legitimate album. The other guys in the band, you know, they were, they were kind of wanting to work regionally and, and stay within the state as far as what we were looking for and kind of keep the costs down. And I don't fall for that. I, I completely understand, you know, we're dealing with limited budget, you know, type thing, but uh, I kind of wanted something bigger. And so I started reaching out to some of my buddies in, in, uh, <clears throat> in Nebraska that had recorded with, um, you know, different albums and projects and stuff and asked them who they used as far as producer. And Michael Beck, his name kept coming up and I'm like, well, this guy's mentioned a lot by a lot of these bands, you know, by buddies that play around the state. And so, uh, I was talking with Jesse Denner from Dear Frida and, uh, he was actually in the band Siren at the time and he kept raving about Michael Beck. And I sit there and I go, okay, well, give me his contact information. And so I reached out to Michael and, and we just kind of hit it off, man. Um, he's of the same frame of mind, that week, you know, he, he comes from that vibe. And when he heard the tunes that I sent him some of the, my demos and, and he was like, yeah, this would be a good project to work on together. And, and so he kind of hooked up that way just through word of mouth, me getting out there asking people, um, you know, who, who, who is the best guy to work with. And, and he, he did some amazing work with, uh, Empire's End, Plant Peace, you know, Siren and bands like that, um, Hooked, Phantom. And when I listened to those tracks, I was like, man, I really like what this guy's doing. So it just seemed like the perfect fit. And it was. What's yeah. funny is when Phil brought it up to me that he was going to use Michael Beck, I said, that guy's the lead singer for Kings of Dust. So I already knew about him yeah. <laughs> when Phil brought up. And I didn't know he was a producer. I only knew him as a, as a lead singer. So. Well, and it's funny, too, is so Ty knew Ryan McKay and A.D. Adams and um, had met them and, and was kind of buddies with those guys because of their podcast that they, had, they were doing. And so Ty knew Ryan, and that's, that's how he got hooked in with the Kings of Dust because Ryan was the guitar player in Kings of Dust, and... and and so Ty was like, you know, that's the lead singer from Kings of Dust. And I'm going, yeah, it's the producer. Right? And I, that's how I got turned on to Kings of Dust was because of Ty. So, um, yeah, it, it was just a weird, weird way of how it all came together. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't have had a better guy in the studio with you, man. I mean, Michael, he's he's sharp, man, when it comes to that producing stuff. Guy's sharp as a tack. Yeah. He's he's great to work with. Um, he he knew how to speak to each one of us to get us to uh, perform and get the most out of each one of us, whether we're doing vocals, guitar, drums, whatever. Um, I mean, he's been doing it long enough that he, he's got it down pat. But he was just you know he he was awesome to work with. He just knew how to talk to you to get you in the right frame of mind to deliver the goods, and and that was. You know, just awesome. Yeah, well, you guys delivered the goods, man. You definitely <laughs> delivered the goods. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And I'm really happy for you guys, man, that this uh, came out the way that it did. And I think people will really be happy that they purchased this album. I think they'll really be excited. So. Oh, awesome! I appreciate that, man. Yeah, um, we're excited about it too. We're excited to get people listening to it, and 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 you know, and 
get out and start playing and supporting the album, all that good stuff. So, yep. So you're saying so December seventeenth is going to be available on all digital formats, and then a physical copy sometime after the holidays. That's what we're looking at. Yep. So that's the plan. The Phil Kubik Project. I am your rock star. Yep. <laughs> How'd you come up with that? Come on, man. Um, it, it was kind of a joke. Uh, uh, my wife and kids like to joke around with, with me because, you know, I've been doing music, you know, my entire life. And, and so when I'd head out to play a gig or something, there goes, they, they would always say, there goes dad off to be a rock star, play rock star. <laughs> and, uh, so when I was thinking of titles, I, I kept coming back. I wrote that song. I'm your rock star. Um, kind of kind of based off of, you know, my everybody giving me crap and, and kind of doing the stereo, stereotypical type rock star stuff, you know, lyrically. And uh, so when I was thinking of the album title, I'm saying, ah, I'm just going to, I'm going to use that as my album title, I'm your rock star, just kind of as an inside joke for a family thing. And, and it was funny because back when, when I told Michael that <laughs> that's what I was going to call the album, he goes, he's like, well, that's kind of, that's kind of forward, man. That's kind of ego, you know, and like, it's all in fun, man. It's all a joke. And that's, that's kind of why if you, if you listen to the whole album and you go through that at the end of on your rock starts, Ty and I kind of joking around about, you know, bringing it back down to the street level and saying, Hey, let's go grab something to eat, man. You know, right. since we're done being rock stars, <laughs> now we can be you know, real people again. And so we had fun with it. Right on, man. Well, dude, I appreciate you guys, man. I appreciate your time. Um, you know, I, I'm looking forward to the, the, the physical release of this thing. Um, and once again, I've got Phil and Ty here from the Phil Kubik Project. I hope I'm saying your name right, man. I never did ask you how to pronounce it, so I hope I'm hey, on it. it. It's Kobeck. Yeah, it's actually Kobeck. Kobeck. I've been called Kobeck all my life. I yeah. apologize, man. Yeah, nope. No need to apologize at all. The so Phil Kobeck Project. Kubeck. Yep. All right. That's exactly right. It's like assistant to Michael Beck, Kobeck. Yeah. Kobeck. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I should ask these things before I start, you know, tearing them up over the air. <laughs> no, no, not a problem at all, man. Um, I, you know, Michael still calls me Co or Kobeck, and and you know, it, it, it's it's just it's that's okay. It's, it's completely awesome. okay. It, that's the way it works, man. Well, right on, Phil. And Ty, hey, I appreciate you guys, man. I hope you have a great rest of your weekend, and uh, I'll be in touch with you, Phil. So we'll, we'll be talking. Okay, awesome. I appreciate it. It was great right. talking to you. Thanks. You too, Ty. Take yeah, care. Thanks. Congratulations on the new album, The Phil Kobeck Project. Right. I'm your rock star. Right on. Awesome. All right, guys. Take it easy. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That concludes today's episode of the Metal Bob Live podcast. Make sure you pick up the Phil Kobeck project on December the 17th on all digital formats. And once again, thank you for listening. Have a great night. Metal Bob out. <laughs>